0: You're listening to Motherhood Unstress, the podcast that talks all about the realities of being a mom in today's world, but also gives you practical takeaways for making the ride as fun and stress-free as possible. The way we live life is an art. I'm here to remind you of the power you already have to create a truly beautiful life. And if you like what you hear, if it resonates with you, please don't hesitate to leave a five-star review. This helps us get the message out to more and more women and help more and more moms. Thanks. Olivia Koskella is a French mom and blogger living in Finland. She talks about her experience of new motherhood living in a foreign country with little family support and what she does to make it work. She also shares her secrets for that effortlessly beautiful je ne sais quoi that all French women seem to embody. This was a really fun episode to record. It was such a pleasure talking with Olivia, and I'm definitely going to start doing some of the things that she recommended. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, We have a fantastic guest here today. I found her through Instagram, which is where I find a lot of my guests because they're so inspirational. and, And I'm always attracted to people who offer a really unique perspective and start putting out content that speaks to me and that I know would speak to a lot of other people so I'm here today with Olivia Koskela and she is a French woman living in Finland and she's here to talk to us today about being in a multicultural relationship because her husband is Finnish and then also um, to talk to us about the importance of self-care and that's something that she talks a lot about which is one of the reasons that I reached out to her because she is just an amazing voice for that so thank you for being here Olivia. Thank you for having me. So just to kind of get us started, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Okay, so
1: I was born in uh, Bordeaux, in the southwest of France, uh, next to the ocean. And uh, I moved to Finland in 2015 to be with my boyfriend, who is now my husband. Uh, my husband is Sami; he's a hockey goalie, and we met two mutual friends there when he was playing. Hmm. And, you know
0: since then we had a baby (laughs) in 2017 oh and she is adorable I mean it looks every picture that you put up looks like it's from an ad it's just so beautiful (laughs) she's a good baby for Instagram always smiling (laughs) (laughs) and then tell us a little bit about your blog because I find that that's really well done as well
1: Okay, so first it started out very differently because it was just something about beauty and mm. things like that I like to talk about, but yeah, well, after I get pregnant and I got very sick, so it just, like, fell very low on my to-do list. Right. And I picked that up when I uh, became a mom because there I just found out, like, that I really loved to share with everybody what I was uh, learning a little bit every day. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I figured out that I had a lot of questions when I was pregnant and when I became a new mom and I couldn't find the answers online.
0: Mm-hmm. So I just
1: yeah, decided to do it myself. Hopefully I could help
0: some other moms. Oh, absolutely. And I find that, you know, the best people for that is, is when they try to find the answers themselves or, you know, a business for themselves or, you know, some some tool and they can't find it. So they end up creating it and it ends up, like you said, helping so many other people. And it's like there was this vacuum and then they filled it and, and brought real value. So I, I definitely feel like that's what you're doing. And again, going back to the fact that you're French, I mean, I studied abroad in France and going there was such a shock for me because... I saw how differently the French lived and they really do appreciate the art of living and enjoying life and beauty and art, you know, all those things. And so, I mean, I would imagine, you know, as a new mom, you incorporate a lot of that. Um, so was new motherhood difficult for you or were you pretty comfortable and did you really just kind of flow with it? No, it was, it was pretty difficult actually mm-hmm. in the
1: beginning because I... Like, I had no idea what I was doing, like most new moms. And I was just terrified to kill my baby. The minute we came home, I was just terrified of that. And my husband was um, playing abroad. So he was just one day home with us. And then I was alone with her for the first month of her life. So, yeah, I just had to, to stop thinking too much and trust myself. But that was really difficult, yes.
0: Absolutely. And then, you know, you're in a completely different country. Did you not have any family or, you know, I guess you were isolated? Yes, I kind of was,
1: but I had also my husband's family, of course, who was helping me if I needed to. But as French, it's very difficult to, like, to ask for help. We always, like, Mm -hmm. feel like we bother people, maybe something like that, if we ask. So I just... Try to do the worst thing possible. It's like trying to do it all myself. Mm. It's just impossible, as they say it takes a village, and that's that's true,
0: yeah. I mean, and I feel like a lot of American women do that too like i I had moved to Atlanta from Minnesota um, and then you know got married and had my kids. and so my family wasn't here. and like you i, I there was this there was this shame almost or just fear really. Yeah of asking for help and, and basically saying, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I don't have it all together. You know, at the same time though, I was like, the fear was greater than my need for help. So I just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, white knuckled it through and, you know, and that's, if, if anybody is listening to this and is in that same situation, like listen to what we're saying, <laughs> ask for help and, and make your life easier because people want to help. I mean, I have found mm-hmm.
1: It comes from love. It's not coming from judgment or...
0: Right, absolutely. Um, so your husband is Finnish and you're French. How did you How did you meld those two cultures? Because they are two very different cultures. How did you meld that when raising your daughter? It is, it is quite messy, to be
1: honest. Hmm. <laughs> like uh, Finns are very quiet and private people, while French are very... <laughs> talkative (laughs) and very like you know French so we just try to protect her from the pressure because everybody in our families and friends are all the time asking like what's gonna be her first word and in what language it's gonna be and Mm. like they kind of expect her to already speak three languages which is completely (laughs) impossible (laughs) so we just try to protect her from that pressure and Let her just be a baby. And in the same time, we try to expose her as much as possible to those languages. So of course we talk to her. Like my husband speaks in Finnish, I speak in French. We all speak in English. Mm -hmm. We read her stories and things like that. That is for the language part. But it is quite messy, that's for sure. I don't know what much to add for that because I honestly I don't have it figuring out. Yes. <laughs> so like
0: our but parenting start are very different too. So So is he just more reserved like you said and, and not really as vocal? Yes, he doesn't speak so much.
1: Uh don't speak so much. They speak only when they have something to say, so I will mm-hmm. talk to her a lot when I change her diapers or something. like. But mm-hmm. it, it just so that's where reading stories became, become handful, that's for sure. Know.
0: That's so interesting. But, I mean, I guess I don't know that many Finnish people. So, I mean, you know, you hear like Scandinavians are more reserved and cold. And mm-hmm. I mean, not emotionally, just it's just, you know, I guess. Yeah, it just it's like it. Mm-hmm. yeah so yes. is, is living there is that... Is that difficult, or do you, are you so used to it now? Because I guess you've been there a while now. Um. It, it's been three years I'm now here,
1: and mm-hmm. uh, I find them so cold because like I, I was lucky to be introduced to them by my husband, so because mm-hmm. I was his girlfriend and now his wife, I was like family automatically, so they just mm-hmm. hug me and talk to me. But I guess here, yeah, if you don't know nobody, of course it's, it's a bit
0: different, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we've talked about, you know, kind of some of the more difficult aspects of being in a multicultural relationship and just living in a different culture period. Like even if you didn't have any kids or anything like that, there's still that adjustment. Um, what's what's some of the best parts of it?
1: Uh, the freedom, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like French people are are very critical anyway. And coming mm-hmm. here was like it was yeah really felt like freedom because people just deal with their own life they don't judge they don't like comment all the time how you dress or what you do or whatever and that was very refreshing for me that is the best part for me for living abroad
0: yeah I totally understand that I mean I guess there's, there's good to to that kind of like almost tribal way of living in France. Like I feel like when I lived in Montpellier and it was, you know, you know, Montpellier, it's smallish. Yeah, that's where we met with my husband. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. It's such a romantic place for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it is like people are kind of in your business and they want to know. And, you know, I think yeah. I was, I was walking through the street like drinking a coffee instead of sitting down and having a coffee like a normal person and this older woman kind of looked at me and scolded me. And it just, it kind of made me laugh because I was like, you know, what? <laughs> yeah, I totally, yeah, I totally get it. That's so funny. Um, so, I mean, what would you say to anyone who's, who's maybe in love with someone or might just be starting a relationship with someone who is from another country or maybe just a long distance relationship? Um, what would you say to them?
1: I would say just don't care about it, (laughs) like, Mm. if it's the good person, then just go for it. You you will know and it's not even becoming difficult. I mean, with my husband, we were one year uh, in a long distance relationship before I moved to Finland. And it was just easy. Like, of course, it's not (laughs) easy to be apart, but it didn't feel so hard like to to keep up with the relationship.
0: Yeah. I mean, just go for it. I would say that. Yeah. I think that's good advice because there are so many great tools now to make it work. I mean, essentially like we're having this conversation we're you know, across the world from each other. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, and yes, you still need that touch and that, you know, to be in the same room is huge, but it is so much easier now. I mean, in the old days they would just write letters and you would get your letter, you know, like three months later. So Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I feel like the world is so much more mobile now and, And there's people that you really connect with and it doesn't matter where they're from or where you're from. And if you have that that meeting of minds and spirit, I mean, I think that that's that's everything, you know? And I think being French for that helped me too because
1: we we believe in love very much, I guess. So like, I just felt like, okay, I think it's the good one for me. So I
0: just don't think too much and... I'm just going to make it work. <laughs> and here yeah. we are. So, you just go with your gut. And now you have a beautiful daughter and an awesome blog, yeah. and you're doing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Like <laughs> so, you know, moving into our topic of self care. I mean, this is something that I talk about a ton on the show. Um, I talk about it all the time. Just, it's kind of at, you know, the core of my message to, you know, everyone that I talk to. And I try to live it is the topic of self-care and really as a mom and as a person it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman or whatever you know taking the time to care for yourself first so that you can be a proper vessel to love and care for others so what are your top self-care rules techniques tips what do you what do you really follow uh first every day i will
1: always like wake up slowly that is my first thing like I can't start my day in a rush or something I need like a good three hours to wake up so Mm -hmm. I will always wake up for my baby just to make sure I have time for me to start my day like the way I enjoy it drinking my coffee reading the news and things like that Mm -hmm. And in the end of the day I will unwind this the same way. Like after my baby is asleep, I will always take a cup of tea, a little bit of chocolate, and it's just my time. Yeah. That is yeah, in the beginning of the day and in the end of the day. I always make time for myself. No matter that I'm tired or I didn't shower or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is the
0: first. I love that. I think that's so important. I mean morning routines are Huge, I feel like for the rest of the day's productivity. And like you said, it's not like you're up and you know you're out running ten miles or doing this. It's not like you slowly acclimate to the day and you set out an intention for the day. I think that that's beautiful and that's so you know empowering for a mom especially because once the kids are up, like it's you don't stop. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are some other
1: things that you like to do? Then I will usually take time for myself, like longer period of times during the week or weekend depends like because for that I usually need my husband to watch the baby Mm -hmm. and then I will just like do my beauty or go out shopping working out whatever just longer period of times where it is just for me I'm not a wife I'm not a mom I'm just a girl Mm -hmm. doing what I want and this really helps me like to focus and uh to come back home, refresh, and then I'm good to go again.
0: <laughs> no, I love that. And I also love that you referred to yourself as a girl because I feel like so many women, they get married and have kids, and it doesn't matter what age you are, but they lose touch with that inner girl, you know, the girl that they were, you know, growing up and before they got married or got into a serious relationship and had kids, like that person is absolutely still there, still inside. Mm-hmm. And still needs love and attention and care. You still
1: have goals and dreams. And I believe it's really important to fulfill that just for yourself outside of being a mom or a wife.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. When I was a
1: mom, yes, when I just became a mom, that was the the part of myself that I was missing the most. Just, Mm Just being me. Because I felt like nobody really cared about me anymore, like... Of course, they did, but it was just uh, this kind of empty feeling that like I lost myself Mm -hmm. and I really needed to find that back. So that's when I started those routines for myself in the morning, in the evening, like trying to make that work with having a baby. And it really helped.
0: Wow. I think that's so important because I feel like, I would say 99% of new mothers experience that feeling. I mean, and there's all this buildup when you're pregnant and, oh, the baby's coming and there's so much excitement. And then you have the baby and everyone kind of like sees the baby and then they go away and it's like, what now? You know, it's like, (laughs) who am I? What's going on? Like, you know, is it always going to be this way? And the answer is no, of course not. You know, it's so hard those first few months. Um, but that's so crucial that you said that. I think because it really brings awareness to that feeling that no one really talks about, which is like, what happens to me now? You yeah. know, like who am I? Like it really is kind of an existential crisis of self when when you have a new baby, especially the first one. I feel like the second baby, it's like, okay, I've been here before. I know this is temporary. Like you know, it isn't always going to be like this. I'm still me. But that first one, I mean, it is it is a whirlwind and it's, it shakes you down. Mm. Wow. I love that you said that. Um, so do you do anything else that, that really like what, what's, I'm so fascinated with French beauty routines because they are like the best of the best. Um, I really remember that when I lived over there, I was just amazed at, you know, the focus on skincare, not so much makeup. It was all about skincare. So can you take us through a little bit about your skincare routine? Oh, yes, uh, it's actually pretty simple because I don't
1: like I don't like too much, and I don't have time anymore. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I just I will just always wash my skin. That is for sure. Mm. Then now that I had a baby, my skin after pregnancy went like crazy. So I will always use a toner now. Before oh. I never even used that, but now I do it, and I will always use eye cream and sometimes a serum but always most moisturizer that is for sure Mm. because I have dry skin so that's mostly the reason but anyway I just love the feeling of doing taking that time every day of doing that just for me even if the baby's crying or something I just stick to my routines and I use the same in the morning in the evening and I don't wear much makeup so most of the days I don't even wear makeup at all so I don't Even bother with the removing your makeup, but of course that's important. You should never sleep with makeup. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, it does. I just thought it clogged pores. That's what they say in France, actually. So, well, I will trust you on that because you have beautiful skin, and just French women in general are just so put together and and classy and just beautiful. So, yeah, we can learn a lot. I want to have more conversations about. How French women live after this? So I'm gonna have to have you back on. <laughs> okay, <I'm> good. <laughs> yeah, but um, so my last question, and it's the question I ask all of my guests on the show, um, and it can be about what we've talked about or just about your life experience. Um, but what's something that you've learned that you wish someone would have told you earlier on?
1: I think I would go with um, just do you do whatever you want. Be whoever you are. Just don't bother about what other people would think of you. It's really something that I knew all along, but I start doing it just now. And it's I feel like, why did you, why didn't I do that before? Because like it feels so good. It does. It feels so good.
0: Yeah. But do you think now, like the French culture was so critical? So you were kind of I don't know, afraid to, to really be yourself? Yeah. and I think so, yeah.
1: And moving away from friends was the first step. Mm-hmm. And then becoming a mom was like what really enlightened me or something. And yeah. yeah, this is just what I want my baby girl to know for
0: sure. So that's what I want other women to know also. <laughs> I love that. That's such an empowering message. I mean, and I think too, you know, I have two boys, um, but I think when you're a mother of a girl, and I'm just assuming, I don't know, like you really do almost start to mother yourself again. You know, like you start yeah. to tell them everything that you wish someone would have told you growing up as a yeah. girl. Even if you, you're
1: pretty sure that they're not going to listen, I, I hope that at some point you are going to be like, okay,
0: she was right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so great! I just love your message of of self care. I should do it, but yeah, that's what I want to to say. Wow, I love it! So, for people interested in following your blog, I mean, you have amazing content on fashion, baby fashion, beauty, just (laughs) life—you know—in Finland as a French woman. Um, How can they find you on the blog? Obviously. com and on Instagram
1: and Pinterest uh, at whatoliviasays too. That's, that's where I'm in. I love those two and I love to share everything. So
0: come meet me and let's be friends, comment, and I will answer you. (laughs) Love it. Well, this was such a gem. This is a shorter episode, but I feel like sometimes that's better because it's, it, it offers the message in a compact and true and sound way and I, th- I feel like you did that so well today so thank you and thank, thank you for sharing you. your perspective thank you for having me like it
1: was really fun thing to do and I, I really love to to share like that it, it, I feel like um talking is sometimes a bad, better way than writing and like I feel like you nailed it with the questions like you understand right away everything I I want to express so Aww. that was really great yeah. Thank you very much. My pleasure.